Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Our adventurers, Flint, Thea, and Nulara, are in the Misty Forest. They've been uh, followed for a little while by a couple interesting characters. My name is, uh, let's go with Will. And you can call me uh, Kel. We're uh, trying to figure out what's going on with these dragon attacks in this forest. Oh yeah, dra- dragons. We, we've seen some of those around here. Um, I think it was, uh, was it a green one? Yeah, he looked like a like a metal bastard. We burned off all the hair on my face. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Maybe if you could uh, do us a favor, maybe we could get you there. What kind of problems are you having? We want to go back to the Fae. There's this uh, mean old, uh, do we call her? She's kind of she's kind of a bitch. Her name is Avon, and we just want to go home. You'd be helping all the creatures of the Fae. I've read enough fantasy novels. This is a very bad idea. Let's do it. Who tripped our trap? Did you guys trip our trap? I'm sorry, sir. We tripped your trap. Sorry about that. Boss says, whoever trips the trap has to come say hi. You all hear a loud and quick... (sighs) The light seems to dim around you. All right, in that case, I'm going to take my uh, action surge and attack him again. (laughs) (laughs) Just for mouthing off. As he's like, she's going to skin you alive, and then you you just splat him. As one does with an axe, yep. Brutus! No! Avon briefly shows her form. I'll use fairy fire. So she can be seen and tracked? Yeah, I'm just going to stab her. She's asleep for four hours. Her wings stop flapping and she falls to the ground. Oh, we can just, we can just kill her. Yep. Is there no law? She was just trying to kill us. The only difference now is she's asleep. So I feel like it's okay. Okay, you do it. Okay. In the dirt, I make a little hole and I kind of shove the rapier in there. Uh, what if, what if one of, I'll take the bottom half, you take the top half, and then we could just kind of like fluff her like you're doing your sheets, but like <laughs> on, onto the, on the rapier a couple times. Or we can like kind of like throw her sideways like we're throwing a toddler. The light comes back to her eyes, but then quickly leaves. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to show them the way. You make it to the edge of Alton. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We are a fifth edition actual play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. Yes, I am. And Carla Johnson. I am her. And Tom Laird. He is me. (laughs) No character names. We're incognito this game, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. You're not listening by now and you don't know who we are. 
Go back to episode one. Start at the beginning. Have yourself an, have yourself a journey. Or just start at like episode three once we figure out the audio situation. Or that. Or just start at the last recap episode. We're giving me a lot of directions off the top Ooh. here. Do all of those things. <laughs> Actually, just ignore what we say and you do you. Yeah. yeah. Do what you want. And we're okay with that as long as it involves listening to us. Yeah, we want to be a part of your life. I sounded desperate. <laughs> just earnest. I didn't know where to go from just there. So, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. What day is it today? It is March. It's March. March 14th. Happy March, everybody. 14th. Two weeks into March. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. You can go uh, check out the tiers and rewards over there. What? No, nothing. I just tears didn't pop into my mind as T I E R S. It's so like, sad over like there. It like tears, it's, like it's, it is. Yeah. It's just sad over there. You can see there. Russ's tears over <laughs> on the Patreon. Page. We're, we're trying to make it a happy place. Sad. Maybe there are joyful tears of disbelief that people are our patrons because we're just a bunch of dinguses. It's true. That's how I feel every time we get someone. Right. <laughs> Part of being a patron is you get a random episode dedicated to you. Uh, like today, uh, he's been mentioned on the podcast before, but now he's a patron, Ty Zaniga. Ah, thanks, Ty. Thanks, thanks Ty. Ty. You're the best. You, you are, are amazing. You're one of the best. And everybody else is also amazing. Yes, we don't have favorites. Um, no, and I mean, if we did, they probably know who they are. Yeah, you know who you are. I'm going to go message everybody all right now and say, you're my favorite. It was you. We were talking about you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It was inside you all along. Part of being on Patreon as well, which we announced before this episode. Um, But we will be doing a monthly hangout live stream. We talked about it with each other and we put a little uh, put a little poll up on Patreon. And you guys you guys want to see our faces and how awkward we are. So uh, towards the end of the month here, we'll host our first one. And then every month after that, for about a half an hour or an hour, there'll be a Patreon hangout for the tiers five five dollars and up. Yeah, it should be pretty special because I have no idea the like what my face does. Like I have no <laughs> yeah. There's a like, lot the expressions of expressions I make. There's a lot of challenges here. You can see my face already worries me. Rest is a lot of editing to make us sound less awkward, which I know seems unbelievable because we are so awkward anyway. <laughs> you should hear the raw audio. <laughs> and this will be unedited, us actually just just soaking in the awkwardness. Although maybe we're we're usually pretty good until like the second we start playing. So maybe it'll be fine. Let's have let's think yeah, positively. Because we won't be playing. It'll we'll just all be just be preamble. It'll, yeah, and then we'll yeah. just, you know, chat. Oh, that's where we shine. I think once it's we, going once to we be hit the endearing. Amble. I think yeah. our awkwardness attached to our faces might be endearing. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I, I I'd be sad <laughs> if we lose all our patrons and listeners once we do one of these. No, just remember, they voted for this. It's <laughs> what true. they want. It's so what they want. It's on the them. what they want. Yep. Oh, goodness. <laughs> they decided it. It's all good. All their fault. All right. Shall we play some Dungeons and Dragons? I don't think that's how I it know. goes. That sounds oddly no, formal. Is that we how shan't. we're starting things now? 
Oh, I don't like it. It sets a weird. Dearly beloved, <laughs> we are gathered here today to play Wizards of the Coast Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's play some D&D. There we yeah. go. <laughs> That's more on brand. Isn't it, though? You showed up at the city. Alten. With the, where the or the Alten, where the settlement, where the elves are, and you uh, you had just turned around and looked behind you, and Kel and Will they're gone. Thea has a Hibsil antler in hand. Being like, how the fuck did I get this? Yeah, I mean it's slowly coming back to you, oh, but right. your friends, yes, your yes. friends, they don't know quite what's uh, what's going on. Uh, you being of the Fey mm-hmm. persuasion. Um, but Altend, as you turn back around and look upon the settlement, is um, much like the last settlement you were in, where there are very few buildings or structures on the ground level. Um, you look around and you see towards the center of this settlement, there is a clearing, and in that there is a large statue of an elf in very woodland attire. And you look up, and much like the last one, there is a village in the trees, and Walking along string rope bridges between these uh, different sites and constructs are wood elves. There are actually elves in this settlement. What do you do? Does it seem like destroyed at all? Like, um, or just yeah. like normal? Because, uh, yeah, have the dragon, has the dragon been like, here or not at all? Yeah, did they fight them off? Good question. And probably something I should have said first. <laughs> um, it appears, just looking at it, to have some damage to the city. Some of the bridges are broken. Some of the um, some of the pulley elevator type situations, the pulley systems have been damaged and destroyed. Um, and it looks like there has been uh, much fleeing and scuffling about down on the ground floor. But there are still people. So whether they escaped and have come back or something else has happened... Uh, is uncertain, but it looks like something has happened here. Is there any people on the ground floor with us? And by ground floor, I mean ground. Not that you can see, no. Can I go look at the statue and see if there's like a placard on it that tells me anything? Yeah, of course you can. Great. You walk over to the statue and it is carved out of uh, what looks to be a bronze type material. Um, And it is of a a male elf uh, dressed in very... Ranger-esque clothing, so very woodsy, very outdoorsy type clothing, and the placard on there says Adrin. Just the one name. I can't remember what the guy's uh, name was, you guys, but remember we're looking for that guy, so I thought I better Naren ask. Vane. Naren Vane. Okay, thank you. Thank Naren. you. I couldn't no remember, problem. and I only have one page of notes with me, not the whole book, so. <laughs> I got I got my notes in front of me. Sweet. Uh, is there a way up, like, t- to get to where I assume, like, the the village part of the city is? Yeah, as you've been walking around, you've kind of caught the attention of some of the elves up on the higher level there. And you uh, walk towards one of the pulley systems, and uh, some one of them calls down to you, and he says, Excuse me, do you have business here? We do. We're we're 
I'll just be blunt. We, we're looking to fight a dragon. We heard there was a dragon had been here, and we want to find out what's going on. And we're supposed to be meeting our friend, um, Delane here. You seen him? Other non-elf kind of guy? Uh, no, Delane, Delane has, let me, let me send down the, let me send down the, the platform and we'll, we'll come up here so we don't have to yell at each other. <laughs> um, and he, uh, he starts reefing on the rope and the, the pulley system comes down and I assume you climb aboard. Mm-hmm. Is this like the platform from Mad Max Fury Road? Much smaller in scale, but yes, very similar too. All right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you four mm-hmm. climb aboard and uh, are raised up to the treetop village. And he says, uh, "And and sorry, you 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 four are." We're the <laughs> <laughs> classic. The okay, you're uh, you're the. Uh, I Laura Moonbrook. Nice to meet you. The Amastasia. Lindfirebeard. Yeah, yeah, I'm Thaddeus. And you, sir? Uh, my my name is, uh, is Galandan, um, and you said you were sent by uh, by uh, Delane. He hasn't been through in quite a while, but his his um, his agents of the Emerald Enclave they have been uh, previously, uh, not currently. Um, you are looking for the dragon, you said. Well, yeah, th- th- that's the short version. Yeah, we're of, we're looking for the dragon. I mean, we generally are opposed to dragons in general, so we wanted to see what was going on here. We heard that a dragon was destroying villages, and in fact, have seen one. And we want to help, or want to know what's going on. It seems like your village has taken a little bit of a hit here. Can you tell us what happened? Yes, yes. I, I, I'm not specifically from Altend. I came from one of the other settlements. Um, there are... We, we were here recently hit um, by the green dragon and, and whoever is controlling it. Um, uh, there are some survivors. I, I, I showed up after much of the cleanup had happened. Uh, so, I mean, I only have kind of hearsay about what has been going around. Perhaps you should find uh, the warden, Galen. He he was on hand when the dragon specifically uh, hit. Um, and it's been, it's been said that he is one of the reasons why the dragon had left. I'm sorry, your name is Galenden, and we need to find the warden named Galand? Uh, Galen, G-A-L-I-N. And my name, yes, is, is Galenden. Okay, that's not going to be confusing at all. Don't worry, you'll, ne- you'll never later. talk to me again. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's quite. I am but I am but a I am but a long time pulley man. So I mean, you might see me on the way out. <laughs> We're uh, what we call in the biz an expedition dump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are also we're also looking for a friend of ours, a Naren Vane. Have you heard or seen? Wait, is he her? our friend? N- no, I was using the word friend. Let, let's let's try this. We met Naren Vane's father, and he said he he would be here somewhere. Do you know a Naren Vane? We have we have a message from his father. 
you're That's s- better than what I said. You're you're, you're speaking <laughs> of of Narenvain King Melandrich's lost son. Yes. That's the one. Um, well, uh, I mean, I have never met met him in particular myself. Being but a simple pulley man. Being but a simple pulley man. <laughs> uh, he, he often, you know, uh, veers away from the pulleys and just... <laughs> It's real anti-polite. Uh, yeah, it just uses it uses the the magic of the wind to carry him about. So I heard, um, but he's been missing for quite some time. I I don't know why you would be looking for him in in this specific instance. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I don't remember why we're looking for him, guys. Because well, he might be a bad guy, or he might not be. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, he might. That be was the said one out of character, not in front yeah, of the yeah, simple pulleyman. Do you, do, you, do you know why you are here exactly? No, no, good. <laughs> We're here to help. Um, Don't be a I, dick. I, I wish I wish I could help you more, but as I said, I was not here when when this direct attack happened. Um, he directs you towards a um, kind of towards the center of the settlement, and if you walk that way, um, Gallen, the warden, uh, he is. His establishment is over there, and perhaps on the way you might find other people who have, um, who were here when the attack happened. Thank you for your help. Anytime you need a pulley. <laughs> that sounded it's just weirdly like a, suggestive. We clap twice and he appears. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to come back here. I'm not allowed to leave. I am. I am on right. till about till about eight. So, you know, catch me before then. Next guy, he's a real bumpy ride. Uh, okay, so we walk away from our <laughs> new friend that we'll never talk to again. Never. Uh, and I confer with my friends. Uh, guys, what I do you- turn back to look at Gallandell just one more time. All right, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, guys, we go find Gallan. Seems like the next, yeah. the next obvious Seems thing. Seems like the right call. Wait, how is everyone feeling? Seriously, are you guys all fucked up? I've lost some hit points in our last adventure, but um, I not many that I'm I lost worried about. A it. bunch of hit points. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Oh, if I'm we still should. full health. So yeah, Let's but see. we could always, you know, like oh yeah, I'm bloodied. Oh, okay, I'm like straight so, up like half dead. <laughs> I guess two questions, Russ. Uh, what time is it? And is there an inn somewhere nearby so we can rest and get our hit points back? Uh, well, we do have a cleric in our group that could heal us. Uh, yeah, Thaddeus. Thaddeus, pull your weight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Thaddeus. Yeah, Thaddeus, um, I keep forgetting, is with us. Any any chance that um can do that voodoo you do? I was kind of hoping we'd have a little nap, but yeah, sure, I could uh, do the voodoo. Oh, nap totally works. No, it's, I just didn't know our time. It's fine, yeah, no, it's... Uh, you know what, guys? No, we're probably going to end up napping anyway. We're going to find this this warden, and he's going to direct us to a good inn. We're going to have a rest. We're going to have a good talk. It looks like this place has already been hit once. It's probably not gonna be Thea starts slamming her fist on on like a branch beside her like knock on wood like it's probably not gonna get hit again <laughs> by the dragon well what time is it though I mean if it's 9 a.m. we're probably not gonna go lay down but if it's like nighttime you were traveling for the bulk of the day so it's probably uh 
late afternoon. Uh, I'd say, you know, if we're going off of Gallandin's schedule, you've got a couple hours before he's off the clock. <laughs> so he probably is yes, like just about to take a Gallandin's yeah. schedule. And yeah. then. I mean, he's just looking to get to the weekend, man. Working for the weekend, as they say. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just thinking, like, in theory, we can just, like, go to the inn, eat some food, go to bed, wake up. It's the next morning. Let's go talk to Gallon. Sure. If that's what you want to do, yep. Perhaps you should find someone to direct you towards an inn, though. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. We walk back over to Gallon Den. <laughs> he's not there anymore. Oh, what? Oh. What? He's on until eight. My dwarf heart is breaking, Russ. Uh, there's on a new. 15. There's there's a there's a new elf there. He's hey, a, Mr. Bumpy Ride. <laughs> um, Name's Carrick. What do you want? Just kidding, Carrick. We were wondering if you can direct us to an inn, a place we might rest for a while. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, if you head that way, and he points you in the direction and gives you directions across the rope bridges, he says, uh, "You'll find uh, you'll find a lovely inn named the Nimble Fingered Homestead." <laughs> is there a, is there another less creepily named inn? Is there a non-sex yeah. inn? Yeah. Okay. I'm not. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys kind of looked like the kind of type. I don't know. Nope. Nope. Well, Flint, maybe, maybe naked (laughs) a lot of the time. We could stay at the champagne room because we all know there's no sex in the champagne room. (laughs) There is no sex in the champagne room. So, I mean, you got the nimble fingered homestead, or you got uh, beefy stews, beefy stews. Oh, yeah, Beefy Stews, Beefy Stews all the way. He is really hungry. Thea could go for Beefy Stews. Okay, let's go to Beefy Stews, Beefy Stew. All right, he gives you directions to Beefy Stews, Beefy Stew. (laughs) And if you're looking to write that down, that's Beefy Stew as in the man stew Uh who makes Beefy Stew. Oh, no, we all got it, Russ. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Oh, it was not lost on us. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay, let's let's go. You pull up and there's a sign that says Beefy Stews, Beefy Stews. And it's got one of those double swinging doors. Like a saloon. Like a saloon. And you go on in there and there's a, um, there's a, an, a, beefy a beefy looking guy uh, with a name tag. Uh, you know what? Or is he really skinny? Because that would be really great. Is he standing over a pot of stew? You, you don't normally see uh, beefy elves, but this elf, he's a little bit beefy. And he's uh, tending to a pot on the on the stove, um, and there are there are quite a few people in in the establishment. He doesn't quite he doesn't notice you come in though. Is there also a bar or just a giant stew pot? There is it like is in a, the middle of a room? Uh, there's a giant stew pot behind what looks to be a counter of some sort. <laughs> okay. It's like one of those kitchen theater restaurants, yes. but it's just one dude with a pot. Yeah. <laughs> But Gordon Ramsay will still bust in and just start screaming at him, making all the patrons really uncomfortable. I go up to the counter where I see, is there anyone else? Is there a diminutive Tim at the counter or a... Uh, <laughs> As a matter of fact, no, there's not. Uh, it uh, it appears to be a, uh, a family establishment and there's a few different families, uh, one of them sitting at the at the counter there as well as what you can assume to be Beefy Stew, stirring his stew, who turns around and looks at you and says, 
Oh, I didn't see you come in there. What, 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 what can I get for you? Uh, I guess some of your delicious stew and rooms for the night, if you have them. I walk up and I say, and an ale, if you have it. Oh, yeah, I'll take one of those, too. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, of course, I'll get you, uh, yeah. okay, yeah, stews, stews all around, and, uh... And brews, ale. stews and brews. Coming, and brews. Stews and brews. Stews and brews. Stews and brews. Stews and brews. Gonna change my name. <laughs> name name of restaurant if suit, suit dares. Beefy stews. Don't you dare. Stews beef, and brews. Beefy stews and beefy brews. All right. Coming right up in a, just a set of rooms here. Okay, I'll be right back. And he goes uh, into a back room. Yeah, the family sitting beside you at the counter there. They look over to you kind of uh, uh, nervously and then back to their meal. I look over and I say... How's the beefy stew? It's it's as as, as can be expected, um, but it, it is it is the best stew in town. So I mean, we come often. Where where do you keep the cows? Up in this tree, <laughs> this beefy stew. You don't want to know. <laughs> it's not beef. There there are some questions we don't ask. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. We uh, come through town to meet. To meet a friend and see if we might help with this, uh, you know, dragon problem that seems to be plaguing plaguing these woods. You've come, you've come to aid us. That, that oh. they've been taking out settlements. We are but a a mishmash of pretty much all the settlements from the Misty Forest now here in Altand. There aren't many many wood elves left. A couple settlements further south and one more. That we know of uh, to to the far east. How has Alton managed to stay standing? Well, it's it's difficult. It's you know, it, for some it might be difficult to say, but uh, it, we were attacked not not too long ago, and we really I, we we were saved by our village warden. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, Gallen. He he, our priest went out. Uh, to try and stop the dragon and to try and stop the people coming and and destroying our village and killing our people um and and the priest was killed uh but Gallen, he he was in the thick of the fight and he seemed to survive unscathed and after he went down into the fray everyone left so he is the reason that we are here today the attackers left when he went down into the fray Yes. Is Gallen particularly strong or particularly magical? Why why would they leave? Why would the fighting stop? Uh it's it's uh n- no one would describe him as particularly strong, I don't think. I I don't I don't know exactly how he did it or if he convinced them or if he did something, but all we know is that he went down and and they turned away. Hmm. What a hero. You must, was he, he must be much beloved in your city then. He's, he's, he is highly revered for saving those who he could at that, at that moment. Do you know where we might find him? Um, yeah, yes, of course. He, he lives just up the way there and they give you directions very much the same as Galandan did. Uh, was he much loved before this incident as well? 
he was a large part of the settlement um, in the day-to-day and making sure everyone was taken care of. Um, he, he himself has, since the attack, um, lost a lot as well. His, his wife was killed in the attack, and he, right now, uh, seems to be suffering from the weight of, of this new leadership role. The priest was previously in charge of the, of the entire settlement, um, and he, after this, uh, was next in line of sorts. But yes, previously, he's, he's friend to all. You're lucky to have him. That we are. Um, as you're having this conversation, Beefy Stew comes back with, uh, with your Beefy Stews and Beefy Brews and uh, tosses you some room keys. And, uh, 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 how, how, how long are you staying there? At, at least one night and maybe more. We're, we're waiting for a friend to meet us here. Of course. Yep. Yep. So we'll stay as long as you need. We don't have a lot of people coming, th- com- coming through these parts here. Thank you. Of course, if anything, you need anything else, just, just just give a holler. I start tucking into the stew. Thea, are you particularly hungry? You didn't even give Beefy Stew the old up and down eyeball maneuver you give most people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, throughout the battles, Thea has significantly calmed down sexually. It's true. I think she's just really tired. You know, all this fighting takes a toll on a person. Yeah, you are um, bloody. And maybe right she's now. becoming. A little more, a little more discerning in her, in her choices of, uh, you know, That's fair. who to, you know, I, I, I think she's actually, she's holding a bit of a torch for, uh, for Salazar. So. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, how's our stew DM? Is it delicious? Am I really enjoying it? It is, uh, it is a, it, it is very good. It's very good stew. It's perhaps not the best stew you've ever tasted. Um, but it is uh, probably top six. Top oh, six stew. Oh, top six stew. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's very rich, mm-hmm. and it has lots of big, big chunks of vegetables and meats, uh, which you would hope to find in a stew. Um, but yeah, you. I would say you'd you know give it a good Yelp rating, <laughs> and uh, recommend it to all your friends. All right, Thea's tired. <laughs> Thea has plowed through the soup, and is yawning like, like almost like comically like <gasps> yeah well, yeah well. all right so you guys, i'm on board uh, let's let's go to our rooms tuck in go to bed and wake up the next day fully refreshed oh Perfect. baby ah oh, feels so good ready to take on the adventure uh well let's uh break our fast with some leftover stew i assume oh yeah he's got breakfast stew is that oatmeal what's breakfast stew <laughs> <laughs> cereal? It's got Do you eggs. Cereal? Probably sausage. Yeah. Sausage, eggs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just mix it all together. In Are some we just broth. talking about a scramble Sounds here? Sounds delicious. Yeah, in a, in a, in a in meaty a broth. Thick gravy. Delicious. Sounds like a nice take on eggs, Benedict. Yeah. So good. Let's go talk to Galen. Uh, you uh, follow the directions of both the people who you've asked for them, and you make your way to a modest dwelling suspended among iron-strong bows. You come up, and it's uh, an open-air concept. Um, there's no real doors, but yeah, you come to what you assume is the front entryway there. I uh, got some extra breakfast stew to go and brought that with us for Dallas. Oh, Dallas. that's nice. Good sure. thinking. Good oh, thinking. wow. Very considerate, Flint. Uh, I guess we well, I do what I can. knock on 
I don't know, a pillar. I don't know what open air means. I feel like we just wandered into his living room. <laughs> but we stop at what seems like the entrance and knock. Yeah, you knock and you hear from inside, yes, 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 come in. And we do. And you enter into the dwelling and you enter into a cozy sitting room, which is where the voice was coming from. And a slim elf sits at a desk and he stands up to greet you and seems to have kind of a... A forced smile as a raven perched in a nearby cage caws hideously. And he says, uh, uh, well, welcome to our village. Uh, how, how can I be of service? Gallon, I assume? Yes, yes. Uh, I heard, heard there were some travelers coming through, and I assume, I assume that's you. It, it um, must be. Is there something I can help you with? Uh, well, I'm yeah. new, new Laura. Nice, nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you, Gallon. And he shakes uh, shakes your hand. Thea is mesmerized by this. You said it was a raven? Uh, yes. In the cage. Like, I'm getting a really uneasy feeling about it. Like, no, it does seem strange. Is there any, but... Yeah, is there anything I notice about the raven? I'm... It seems like it's, uh, it seems like it's maybe a pet raven. Uh, it's just, it's calling pretty consistently. I say, it's an... An interesting pet you have. What is your raven's name? Uh, uh, Franklin. Oh, that's adorable. It's very endearing. Yes. Um, he's, he's, he's awfully loud. I, I put my hand forward um, to shake his, and I say, "My name is Thea." Yes. Since since the dragon attacks, he's been he's been a touch touch on edge, um, and it's been difficult to calm him down when when new people come around. Only someone had animal handling. <laughs> I and do. I walk forward and hand him the stew and say, "Have you tried this breakfast stew? It's out of this world." Flint fire <laughs> Nice to meet you. Oh yes, beefy beefy stews. I recognize the. I, I recognize. Yes, uh, it's lovely breakfast stew. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Flint. Uh, and Thaddeus seems to be just kind of standing by the doorway. Um, I walk over to the bird and I, I, I look at. The warden and I say, "May I?" Uh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, and I'm going to use my animal handling to like. Unless you're going to eat it, then no. <laughs> May Goodness, I eat no. your bird? <laughs> no. I... That's what? what most people mean when they look at a pet and go, "Can I?" May I? <laughs> I can stop this noise. Strange, strange <laughs> things have been happening. Um, do 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 what you do what you will. As long as it's not eating my bird. <laughs> He's really made a weird vibe in the room now. <laughs> yeah, he has created something quite strange. Also, isn't it like some really bad juju to eat a raven? Yeah. At least with crows, if you kill one, then the other ones remember you. <laughs> True story. I think that's most birds, actually. Yeah. Anyway, um, I use my animal handling to try to calm the bird down so it stops screaming. Sure, you got to roll for that? Yeah, I want to roll some dice. 22. Tell me how you calm down Franklin. Um, I, wa- I walk toward the bird with my, my palms out and I just start kind of like whispering just shh, shh and I slowly open the cage and put my hand in for him to hop on and I stroke his feathers and I just shh, shh calm buddy, calm. And it, uh, t- it takes a minute but um, yeah, you manage to calm Franklin down from the hideous cawing that is coming from him. 
I put him gently back inside his cage and give him a little, like, little doo -doo 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 on the top of his head. And, and I close. Starts hideously calling again. No, you fucking kidding? Kidding? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he hates that. He doesn't like to be treated, to, to look down upon with little scratches on it. No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, good. Uh, so, uh, Gallon says, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what is there? Something I can, I can help you with? We're, we're in town, looking, waiting to meet with our, our friend Delane, and, and just wanted to see if we could help with anything. We have some experience fighting dragons and help helping settlements that need assistance and since it seems like you're in charge we thought we'd see if there was something we could do or if not at least introduce ourselves yes uh yes of course um well i mean i can i can tell you kind of what what i can recall from from the attack um maybe that that will give you some some clue as to as to where you can go next and um, he begins to tell you Anything's about possible. <laughs> the the attack that occurred, and he says the the dragon swooped down um, and attacked on the ground first. Nearly half of the village died during the first assault. It was after that that humans in regalia. Many wore a uh, deep purple. Um, they had an insignia that I believe was from the cult of the dragon um, that followed in behind and started killing people as they as they tried to flee that the dragon did not catch up to. Our priest, he went down to try to reason with anybody who was in charge, and he was he himself was killed by the dragon. Um, in his attempts to halt their attacks. The attack lasted only a short while, and then the dragon, it, it unexpectedly retreated, and the cultists followed, but as they fled, they took, they took nothing really of value from the village. Um, it, it just seemed they came in to kill our people, not to gain anything from it. I'm really sorry to hear that you've suffered such a loss. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Do you know of um, King Melandric's son? King Melandric's son, um, the the missing one, or the or the or the or the not the missing one. Of course. Um, y yes, I mean we've all heard stories of. Of Naren Vane, um, but he hasn't been—he hasn't been seen in quite quite some time. He, um, as he's saying this, make uh, make an insight check. Not twenty. Uh, he what? Does, yeah, he he doesn't seem to be uh, making eye contact with you hmm. um, during any of what he's telling you about um, King Melandrich or his son or. Um, and you're not sure what he might be withholding, but you sense that he's withholding something. So you've heard stories of Naren Vane, but you have not seen him around here. N no, you have not I mean, heard tales of him being here. He because we have under fairly good authority that he is in this forest. 
if he if he is in this forest, I have not I have not seen him. I don't know who. Well, it's hard would... to see anything when you're staring at the ground and. I did. You did. I did not invite you here at all. You come, you show up, you question me. In my own house, in my own settlement, who do you think you are? We're the people here to help save you from this dragon, but if you don't give us the truth, there's nothing we can do for you. As you say that, you hear a voice come from outside the uh, the building. And it sounds like a, it, it's a small voice, but uh, very gruff. And she says, Hey, hey, hey boss! Um... I, I I tried to find those papers you were looking for, but I didn't find them. And he says, oh, sh- oh shit. Um, y- yes, yes, come in, uh, come in, Flamikins. And in walks a, a female goblin uh, dressed in, how do, how do I describe it? Kind of like swashbuckler attire. Like puss in boots. <laughs> Except not naked. Sure. She dressed like, like Puss in Boots? But not naked, yeah. It's got clothes on. Amazing. Uh, and she walks in and she senses the tension in the room. Um, and she's like, oh, did did, did I walk? Uh, okay, what uh, what's going on in what's going on in here? We're here to help. We're trying to find a man named Narenvane. I haven't heard the name myself. Um I'm I'm kind of new to these parts, though. Um, Where are you from? Uh, I, was, I was on a ship. We uh, were a merchant ship. And now, you know, I just felt like I needed to needed to try something new, something different. So, uh, me and a group, we we wandered in here to the Misty Forest, and then all these dragon dragons attacks started happening. And I found this these fine folks, and Galen here was willing to put me put me to work. Bet you're wishing you were still on that ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, dangerous out there too. But less uh, dragons weren't swooping over our heads all the time. I I turn back towards uh, um, Nular and Flint, and I go. Remember that time we were on a boat with Larry? Yeah. Remember we played that really neat dice game. Hey, do you know that dice oh, game that, that was you the play best on game. boats? I ask her. Oh, you, you know that uh, dice game? A dice. Uh, I know many dice games. I know many dice games. There's one very difficult one that nobody <laughs> seems to get. So we don't play <laughs> it all that often. That's maybe sometime. One. Maybe sometime. She says, uh, "Well, if you if you don't need me now, uh, don't need me now, Gallon. I'll just I'll just go down to get some stew from Stews, and uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll see you guys. Maybe I'll see you guys around. What's your it was, name? It was nice to meet you, Flamikins. <laughs> Flamikins. <laughs> Flamikins. Flamikins. Yes. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. And she uh, she hops off. And uh, Gallen returns to a bit of a scowl, and he, he's like, if there's no other questions, I'm, I believe we're done here. Gallen, we're not... We want to help. We've been, we've been fighting the Cult of the Dragon for a long time. And, and it seems they're behind this attack, so I think we maybe got off on maybe the wrong foot, but... We are here to help. We're at Beefy Stews. If you think of anything else that that might help us stop this, and she hands him our card, which says, which says, nothing. for a good time, call Nulara. <laughs> well, I don't think it would yeah. say that. 
he seems slightly less on edge um, and just kind of slumps back into his chair and he says, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, in this dragon attack, I've seen many friends die. I've seen my wife at the hands of the dragon die. For you to come in here and question my ability to stand up for my city is an insult. You've been doing a wonderful job for this city. The people we have talked to speak irreverently about you. I just feel like there's maybe more to the story that once you're ready you could share with us and we would we would be able to help each other. I have told you all I can. Liar! <laughs> <laughs> Make an insight check. I'm gonna insight. Insight the shit out of this. Thirteen. You feel that he may be telling you the whole truth. Okay, so now I feel like he may be telling the whole truth, although he hasn't given any extra information from what he's, he has given before. I don't like this. This smells fishy. Uh, Thank you for your time. We'll we'll take our leave. We'll be at, <laughs> at Stu's if you think of anything else. I shake his, I shake his birdcage before I... <laughs> no, I don't think that. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! Is it a parrot or no, is it a raven? raven? Who talks like a parrot? <laughs> Obviously. I'm just kidding. I don't do that, but <laughs> but I want to a little bit, but then I'm extremely ashamed of myself because, like, nature and shit, right? Obviously. So, <laughs> I guess we go, like, so we leave. Uh, yeah. Guys, what what should we do here? I mean, we're, we're uh, waiting for, like, I don't know. He's in charge. He doesn't seem to need our help, and really, I don't know what we can do if... I mean, you know, if there's an attack, we can attack, but... Thaddeus stops you, and he says, uh, we, uh, let's head back to Beefy Stews. That, uh, goblin, uh, gave me the heads up that we should go talk to her. And, uh, he's still not telling the truth. I knew it! I knew it! Mm. Thaddeus, are you psychic? How did... I just rolled a higher insight uh, than she did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, that's totally no, that's totally makes sense. I was just like, how did that happen? Has he been reading our thoughts this whole time? <laughs> yes. Hey there, I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode 34 of Dungeons and Dragons titled Welcome to Altand. If you enjoy what we're doing and you want to be more involved in the community of Dungeons & Dragons, I invite you to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. There you'll be able to see the many awesome tiers and rewards that are available to you. Some of those rewards include amazing bonus episodes, DM'd by Tom Laird, following the adventures of the Tabaxi Bard, Opal Light Brightcliffs, the Goliath Barbarian, Gael Nighthunter, Ogalakanu, and the Asimar Monk, Ilya Strong, as they have stumbled their way into a game of the gods. 
A new episode is released on the 15th of every month, and as of tomorrow, there will be seven episodes available for you to binge through. So go check that out. And starting March 22nd, and then again every month, we'll be hosting a patrons-only livestream Google Hangout at the $5 tier and up, where you can come hang out with the whole cast of Dungeons & Dragons and chat about the show, the game, and whatever else comes to mind. We're really looking forward to spending that time with you. Another Patreon reward is naming an NPC, which in this episode is Flamikins, named by Cat Waterflame. So thank you, Cat, for Flamikins. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with her character here. So again, if any of that sounds good to you, please check us out at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. If you want to find us on social media, all of our links can be found on our website, dumbdragons.com, and I would especially encourage you to join us over on our new Facebook group. We're having a great time over there sharing stories we have about playing D&D and other RPGs. It's a small group, but getting bigger every week, and there are a ton of amazing people to chat about the game and the show with right now. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description below. The next episode will be out March 28th, but let's dive back into the tale with Flint, Thea, and New Lara and see if we can't figure out where to go next in the Misty Forest. Have a great couple weeks. We'll talk to you soon. Well, at least I think we got off on the right foot with little flamigans. So you head back to Beefy Stews and you go in there and... You see stew, and you see flamikin, flammy, flammykins, flammy, fuck, flammykins. Is it flammykins? Her, her name is flammykins. I, just, yeah. Get it right. I know. Flammykins, and she hops up out of her chair and runs over and says, "You guys, are we going on an adventure or what? Holy shit! I, <laughs> I want out of here." Oh my god, I love your enthusiasm. Great. Huh. Immediately feel like a kindred spirit to this Flamekins. I very much like her. So what did what did he say? Did he say how he's been going out late at night and shit and like fuck? I don't know what he's doing out there. Uh, I I feel like she's very loud in the like. And oh yeah, she's yeah. boisterous. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I just shh, shh, and I kind of yeah, yeah. I bring us over to like a corner booth. Is there like a sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like, you know, somewhere a little more, less, yeah. like, standing in the middle. Stew, of send us over some stew! Yeah, you gotta have privacy at Beefy Stew's. Gotta eat your stew in peace. He was lying the entire time, Flamikins. He was... Well, I mean, I don't I don't know exactly what he told you, so I can't tell if he was lying the entire time, but, I mean, he, I mean, he did see a lot of the villagers die and stuff, and his wife did die, but, I mean, he... he I, I've been kind of hired by him to, you know, take care of some paperwork and just running errands for him, really. But, yeah, he, he sneaks out just about every night, uh, is what I've seen. I, I tried to follow him one night, but kind of lost him. So I don't know where he's been going, but is he's he, been going somewhere. Is is he a, a bad man, or is he... Everyone seems to I like him. Do you like him? I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't peg him as as a as a bad man, but he's got something something below the surface going on that it just doesn't quite add up to some of the stories that he's been telling. I mean, the, the dragon didn't just disappear. From what I hear, the dragon wiped out entire settlements. That's it's true. And then this one, they just leave some leave some folks just hanging about. Do you think he made a deal with the dragon? Made a deal with... Made, that's possible. Maybe made a deal with somebody. I mean, there were a lot of... From 
from what they told me, there's a lot of lot of humans running about, and maybe one of them was actually in charge, and he just happened to catch the right one. I don't know. Hmm. Any? Uh... I mean, he sneaks out about 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 the same time. Maybe. Oh, you know we should. You know we should. There's this thing they call like a a sting operation. <laughs> you just you set up uh-huh. and you follow them. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you see who he's meeting with. I like it. I like what you're putting down, Flamykins. Okay. I like it a lot. Good. Oh, what, uh, this, is, this is what I got off the boat for. Alrighty then. <laughs> is there anybody else from your boat still in the in the village? Uh, no, no. We kind of got separated. Uh, we we came originally to a different settlement, and uh, a lot of the people who came with us they just kind of scattered, and we we lost each other, and I ended up here. Good thing for us. <laughs> Good thing for everybody. <laughs> Baby stew brings you over your stews. Thanks, Stu. Thanks, Stu. Yep. I'm already <laughs> eating it. <laughs> He's like, when... Uh, Flamykins, can I ask you two, two more questions? You can ask me all the questions. What, uh... Anything? Except that question. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> Any, uh... Anything interesting in the paperwork he's got you shuffling? Uh, no, I mean, not really. It's just regular, like, day-to-day... Just warden-y day-to-day. Taxes, mm-hmm. wardens. You know, there's been a lot of deaths, so there's some death certificates. I mean, really, it's just moving papers from one place to the other. Not really a, 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 sh- a merchant's life. Second question... What times Galen head out? How are we going to, uh, when we do in the sting operation is what I'm asking. Oh, it's, it's always kind of in the middle, middle of the night, about just after like the midnight hour. So we, you guys want it tonight? Let's do this. All right. He's hiding something and whether or not it's, you know, malicious intent or, or not, I think... I think it's something we need to know. I think it's something that'll it'll help. Also, what else are we doing? Right? So it's currently 9 a.m. What do we do for the next <laughs> 15 hours? <laughs> just just give me a uh, just give me like a, a point form things you want to do in Alton. And that's what you do for the next. Thea walks around like just spreading a little bit of cheer. So, like, seeing people working, like, rebuilding things, bringing them cold drinks, helping hoist stuff, and just generally talking to people and keeping things light in, in a gloomy situation. Peddling her merch. Uh, I want to ask someone about... Uh, <laughs> right, there there it comes. Uh, I want to ask someone about Adrin. You know, he of the statue down below. Yeah, any Anybody in particular you want to approach? or just, you, you, There's lots of people kind of just working about and going about their day. Is there... I'm a very loyal Beefy Stew's, Beefy Stew's customer. Sure. But is there another... Is there like a tavern or anything I could go into? Yeah, of course. Of course Beefy Stew hears about it. He's not... <laughs> he sees you leave and he's like... He knows you're going to... The clock and hen. The clock and is it, hen? I was just yeah. going to say that. The clock and hen? Is it? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, I go into the clock 
and hen and go up to the bar and order an ale and sit down sure and who's what's the bartender like bartender is a a female elf and she she hands you your ale and says you're new around these parts Uh, what what has you coming through in such a time of as people are trying to trying to all leave well, a couple things. We're we're waiting to meet a friend here, and and uh, well, we kind of my friends and I make a make a habit of trying to wreck the plans of this cult of the dragon. We're here trying to get a little bit more information, see if we can't you know kill some of them. Oh well, uh, we would we would greatly appreciate that. My name is when I find it, I will tell you. Don't move on, Vidania. Don't move on, Vidania. That sounds like a good song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sung uh, to the tune of "Come On, Eileen." <laughs> my my name is Vidania. Nice to meet you. And you are sorry. Das you Vidania. might have said already. New Lara. Das nice to Vidania. meet you. Vidania. Uh, hey, I'm curious about that statue down uh, down on the ground. Adrin. Is oh, it? Va- Adrin. Adrin. Yes. Yes. He. Uh, he was one of the, he was the founding member of of Altend here. Um, he was the one to find the site and bring bring other wood elves here with us. Uh, and th- that's our our commemoration of him. He was an adventurer at heart, and um, when he decided it was time, he he settled settled his people here. Um, and that is that is just us remembering him. Hmm. Was that many generations ago, or...? It was, it was quite some time ago. I, you know, us elves live, live quite a long time. Um, quite a lot longer than, than you you human folk. Um, but yes, it was, it was several hundred, hundred years ago. Only several hundred years ago? Several hundreds of years oh. ago. Oh, <laughs> It's in the thousands, you know. Yeah. Uh, hundred any, hundreds. One hundred hundreds. One hundred hundred years ago. <laughs> any other uh, tourist sites I should see while I'm here? I mean, we don't like to recommend uh, recommend uh, our, our competitors, but have you tried Beefy Stew's Beefy Stew? You know I have, and that is some good oh. stew. Some good stew. Excellent, excellent. Well, no, no, just... Um, just make yourself at home here, and if you need anything, you let me know. Otherwise, anybody here would be glad to uh, glad to discuss anything with you. Great, thanks, Vidania. Hey, hey, one one other thing. What's what's uh? How, how about that warden? We met him, and I got I don't know. He seemed nice, but I got kind of a weird vibe. What's what's his story? Uh, Gallen. Well, he. Uh, uh, I mean, he's been going through. Uh, I mean, some own, some of his own problems. Uh, having having lost his wife, obviously, is is quite a large problem. Um, uh, he's kind of thrust into this leadership role. Um, I noticed he's been he's been a little more tucked away than he usually is. Usually, he is out and about, and he's been kind of hiding away in his in his in in his house there. Um, but I mean, we just we just kind of assumed that. He's dealing with the with the stresses of of the events that occurred. That that seems reasonable. Hey, thanks, Vidania. Of course, Flint. What are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna go sharpen my axes. Okay. Is that a euphemism? Because that's gross. 
<laughs> well, guilty as charged. <laughs> uh, so you are you're finding a a blacksmith. Brothel? Oh yeah, no, that one. Or a or a brothel. I just said <laughs> a blacksmith slash brothel. Yep. Okay. Dangerous, dangerous. It's thing this economy, to be. guys, you got to multitask. Blacksmith and naked it just doesn't seem. No, it seems, seems very dangerous. dangerous. Very bad idea. You ask around and you find that uh, there's just one one blacksmith in town, and in fact, they call it just blacksmiths. Yeah, solid naming. Yep. Um, it's you, hitting the nail on the head. I mean, it's it direct. Ah. It's to the point. It's minimalist. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> And yeah. you head in there, and there's just there's just <laughs> one elf, uh, one elf working in there, and calls over to you and says, uh, "Welcome. What can I do for you?" I was just uh, got a little downtime here. I was wondering if I could sharpen my axes in your in your smith. Smitherino. Uh, uh, we don't usually run into yeah. We don't usually run into a lot of people who can who can smith themselves, but. I don't think we're using that word right, you guys. <laughs> Jonathan, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. I think we're nailing it personally. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. There's no rules on what you have to call a blacksmith. But yeah, help yourself, I suppose. Awesome. Thanks. If there's uh, any projects you need to hand with, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'll help you out. You're like that Flint always just looks for like some freelance <laughs> Smithing. Yeah, little wherever odd jobs he goes. here and there. It's, it's kind of sweet. Sure, sure. Where, where, where are you from? Uh, originally uh, from the Grey Peak Mountains, but our family moved and set up shop in Mithril Hall. Oh, from the from the higher up dwarven dwarven settlement there. Good, good. Um, so, you, did you work as a smith there? Is that that why you know your way around? The tools? Uh, no, no uh, soldier all through and through, but I've kind of picked up smithing in my in my last couple years here, and liking to think I'm getting pretty good at it. Excellent, excellent. Hmm. He tosses you a uh, he tosses you a blade and doesn't warn you about it. So make a dexterity check. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> kind of rude. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, you catch it quite fine. He says, uh, "Give give that a sharpen." I will do so. <laughs> Roll a Smith's Tools check there. Uh, what's or whatever, uh, whatever you got to roll a right, honing perfect. check. <laughs> I'm honing in on it. That's uh, a twenty-six. Shit! Oh, you sharpen that motherfucker, and he looks <laughs> at. It, he says, uh, "So you 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 live in here now? Is uh, <laughs> is that what's happening? Because no, I can, no, 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 no. I can I use just, you. Uh, no." We're just going oh. through. We're on our way to uh, to hunt some dragons. I hear you guys have been having a bit of a problem, but uh, yeah, we're just here for a couple days. Uh, yeah, problem to say the very least. Um, well, take as much time as you need. Sharpen as many things as you'd like. We're gonna need some. We're gonna need to, gonna need some sharp blades here. I feel coming very very soon. Oh yeah, what what makes you say that? Well, I mean, it's just. Most of the other settlements, they they were completely wiped out. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird that you guys weren't, hey. And and we weren't. And I mean, there was rumors kind of floating around that the, the dragon uh, was being ridden or controlled by someone. Whoa, whoa, what? And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just rumors. No one, uh, it's, no one has a firm 
grasp on who it was or exactly what they were wearing or who or you know who they were but there's rumors that the dragon was being ridden by somebody by a, by a humanoid creature oh this is this is interesting yeah i mean some people some people firmly believe it others others aren't quite so sure as it, there was a lot going on i mean uh I'm one that, you know, I thought I saw somebody there. Um, but, again, we were all fleeing as quick as we could, so... Who, who's to say, uh, you know, unless we were unless we were to see them again, of course. Fair enough. I uh, I appreciate the, uh, the heads up on there. Somebody might be riding the dragon. That's new information to us. Well, I, I, hope, it, I hope it brings you some aid in, in whatever battle you have coming towards yourself, if you have one. Oh, we always seem to have one. Aha, adventuring types then. Good. So, yeah, I guess I finish up and head back to tell my crew what I found out. Sure, yeah, you guys all meet back up. I relay all the information to them. (laughs) Then I have a quick nap, eat some more stew. Now it's 1130 and I put on my cat burglar outfit. Oh, yeah, there we go. Flamykins, she gives you uh, a place to kind of meet that's a little bit away from where uh, Galen is, was seen by her. And you guys go meet there, the four of you. I guess, do all, do all four of you go? Do you bring Thaddeus or do, you, do you, the three of you just go? I don't know. What's Thaddeus doing? We haven't, we haven't heard much from him. Thaddeus yeah. has just been chilling. He's like, you guys, you guys seem to got this. You let me know when you need me. But I mean, if you want me there, I'll, I'll be there. I think it might be good not to have somebody there. To have someone who knows where we are. If we're not back <laughs> at a certain time, come find us kind of business. Please alert the authorities. Yeah. Sure. Thaddeus stays behind at Beefy Stews. And you guys go to the meeting spot where Flamikins told you to meet. And you look around and she's not there at the moment. Guys, are we being set up? Uh, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on us. Sure. So we're like super stealthy. It's the short Super version. stealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you as you cast Pass Without a Trace, you hear from behind you, coming from what you thought was a tree, you hear, hey, 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 I'm back. I'm back here. Shh, shh. Come over here. And you turn around and you don't see anybody, but you... You hear the direction that the voice is calling, and you head back a little ways, and she um, drops whatever spell she has on her, and she's just blended in with the surrounding. And she's like, "I, mean, I, I like your cat burglar outfit, but don't don't worry, I can I can just cast seeming on us, and we'll just blend into the surroundings." Oh. <laughs> Well, even better. So now we're like extra wicked. So we've all got stealthy spells. Then. Extra wicked, super stealthy. So she could see us, even though we had passed without Pass a trace. Pass without a trace does not make oh, you right, invisible. Right, 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 right. It just right, makes right, you right. super stealthy. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. But yeah, she was there waiting for you anyway. So she saw you. Saw you come up. Russ has done his homework on Pass without a trace. You'd mm-hmm. better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an invisibility. There is invisibility. So yes, it, um, it just masks us from detection. We can't be tracked, and yeah. we're get super bonuses to stealth. Yeah, you get like a plus ten or something yeah. to your stealth checks. Right. And yeah, so basically, you can't fail stealth. Is essentially what it is. I guess you could still crit fail. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, we don't... Yeah, I mean, I don't... If you roll a one, I still let you add on your modifier for a check, though, so... You, you should still be okay. Um, so she's like, okay, well, he's he's probably going to be down here soon, so let's just head out. Okay. Yeah, she leads you, and you guys are all super stealthy, uh, heading through the trees, and you catch a glimpse um, a ways up ahead there, but of a, a cloaked figure uh, heading away from the settlement. She's like, there, there, he, there he is. But as you continue to follow him, he steps into an open clearing. And she's like, okay, get get down, get down. And she casts seeming on the four of you. For all intents and purposes, you guys are, are bushes, just kind of setting by the side there. Gallon is pacing around this, this open clearing and looking up at the stars that you can see through and um, she keeps checking the sky and looking around and pacing around. She's like, he's, uh, I don't know. And he's been doing this for, I don't know how long you guys, or what you guys want to do here, but. Um, I say we just wait him out. Yeah, right? I was going to say, we're, wait patiently. We're not so much of a sting operation right now as we are just a stakeout. Yes. Sure. So he paces around for uh, what seems like the better part of an hour. Um, and he's getting increasingly nervous and openly frustrated by the fact that whoever he's waiting for has not shown up. And then he uh, gives one last look to the sky and then he throws his arms down and then starts heading back towards the settlement. Crazy. I guess we follow him back, yeah? You keep being stealthy and you follow him back to the settlement and he heads directly back to his house. Do we want to go confront him now or go back the next day? Maybe next day we might get a better idea of what's going on if we can kind of catch them in the act rather than trying to force him. Oh, to I see. Like follow us. him again the next day. Yeah. 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 Maybe we'll see maybe what he's waiting for will finally show up. Yeah, you're right. Like, I want to see what's going on. I want to see it. Same he's, here. I want to obviously catch not telling us or something. Exactly. He's looking at the sky. A dragon he's, is fucking coming. And is his wife, so, is his wife no riding it? Who's why, why they keep saying his wife died. What's up with that? It's tragic. What? I mean, his, yeah. his I don't want to keep hearing dying. about it. <laughs> I hate hearing about other people's pain. <laughs> if everyone could just stop, that'd be great. Um, so you head back to Beefy Stews, and Thaddeus is sitting there waiting. Say, like, so what? What? What'd you find? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Guy didn't have anything waiting for him. No, but he was waiting for someone or something to come down from the sky. Did you see him looking up? Yeah, I mean, he was clearly waiting for somebody, but whoever must have caught wind that, you know, maybe the, the jig was up, or, or maybe they just had other things going on and didn't tell him. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I have a feeling from the look on, of frustration on on his face that this is not the first time. I think he's been going back. I don't think anyone's been coming. Thaddeus says, so what are we going to do? Well, follow him again tomorrow. I mean, it's got to be the dragon or maybe Nairnvane, right? That's when he was acting all sketchy is when you were asking him about Nairnvane and someone said Nairnvane flies on the clouds or something, something poetic like that. <laughs> but unless we catch him, how do we know? Thaddeus kind of has this look of consternation and he says, well... It's not what he always looks like. Yeah, no, it's more so this time. <laughs> He's like, fuck. And he gets up. And he walks out 
of the building. I think he's too close to this, you guys. I guess we should probably follow him. He's heading directly towards Gallon's house. Ooh, I want to see where this turns out. Yeah. Yeah. He goes in, and you're following a bit behind, um, and you walk into the sitting chamber where you originally met Gallon, and Thaddeus has Gallon up against a wall by the scruff of the neck, screaming at him. Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.filmmusic.io. The Snuggly Duckling. Oh, Ooh, if that only. That sounds nice. The, 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 uh, yeah, sure, the Snuggly Duckling. Perfect. You can't name it the Snuggly Duckling. <laughs> I think he that's, can and did. That's from the movie Tangled. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, what, Disney going to come in here and sue us? Yeah. I don't think Maybe. so. Maybe. You'll I don't find. I had stew for dinner without a word of a lie. <laughs> really? It was a pork stew, but still, it was stew. Wow, it was what it's stew? kind of amazing. What stew? It was a pork stew, oh, pork and vegetable stew. I heard horse, which I wouldn't mm, judge you for. Horse <laughs> I wouldn't judge you for. Good old horse meat. Hey, yeah, Tom's, Tom's family's very European. I'm gonna wait till the midnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. We, we made used it, to sing that on the boat. We made it one hour before a song. Got sung, I think, because I couldn't. <laughs> good, I guys. couldn't find Franklin. I couldn't, so wow, I couldn't let yeah. that one slide. Yeah. It had to it had to happen. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy! Right, What's then? he screaming? Well, we'll find out next time on Dungeons ah! and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Same dumb time. Same <laughs> dumb channel. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. It's a tale of learning and healing. We've got a whole province going to see one overworked witch in a candy cottage that's been chewed to pieces by the local kids. Of fairies and magic. You're touching the sapphire of assessment! I'm not touching it! I'm just putting my hand near it as I focus my brainial waveforms on it. Stop it! I'm not even touching it! Of struggle against the odds. This is my team. They may not live up to your vision of a perfect, efficient department. They don't live up to my vision of a stampede in a barnyard. Ooh, kingly. That's how you know it's working. And now, it returns at last. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, Season 2. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, from Fable and Folly. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or look us up at fableandfolly.com.